0: All right, so I don't know if I'm gonna do all the formalities or not, but this is a little halfway episode, I guess you could say. Um, I just needed to rant, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make an episode out of it. Um, I mean, I, you know what? Yeah, it is another episode of podcast about nothing. It's not. I'm not gonna name it like the 21st episode or nothing like that because. I don't know, I just wanted to drop some content. And it's going to be about everything that's going on right now. And if you're listening to this at some point, you know, down the line, you going back listening to old episodes or something like that, you stumbled across this one, remember this. Okay. It's May It's May twenty ninth, okay, two thousand twenty. Around this time, um, Around this time, an unarmed black man was killed in Minneapolis um, four days ago. The rioting took place yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure that's still going on now. There's probably some pro- protesting going on right now. This episode is going to be a, a pretty left and right, hot and cold, back and forth, up and down. I might say some things that's contradictory to a previous sentence. That's just what it's going to be. Um, yeah, that's just what it's going to be on this episode. I, I, I think, and it's not going to be 30 minutes. Hopefully it's not. I, I'm going to try to cut it down, but what people need to understand is that where I'm coming from is coming from a place where I need to see our black people do better I need to see our black people uh, find their voice and utilize their voice I need to see our black people make a way versus waiting for one I need to find our. I need to C.R. Black people We It's a lot It's a lot that goes Into what I'm going to say And I don't have it written down I might be all over the place But I'm just going to speak on how I feel And I'm going to speak on What I feel in my heart is right Because um. I don't feel like there's a moral compass to this, but I do feel like in order to see change, you have to make change within yourself. But we're going to touch on all of that. We're going to get on all of that. We're going to speak on that. I really do want to have an open comment section. Like follow me on Instagram at podcast about nothing. And when I promote this episode, I hope everybody chimes in. I hope we can have some proper dialogue going on, really get the ball moving on moving forward, for real. Now, I know you've been enjoying this episode, and you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What what, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed. Only by using Anchor. All right, so so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, CastBox FM, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that's Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, so I'm not scared of, you know what I'm saying, people disagreeing with me or if people want to like, man, nah, you... You' wrong for that. Um, I understand that our parents, grandparents, maybe even for some of you listening, your great grandparents—they did the whole marching thing. They did the whole peaceful. MLK approach and then there were some people who took the Malcolm X approach right this is what we need to understand being the later generation the newer generation the generation that was that has been called lazy by the generations before us that never left us a blueprint on how to do this stuff, right? We have to think of a new approach because what they did got us to where we are. Everything they did got us to where they are to where we are now. We need to find a different approach and a better approach to step further. You can't do the same thing and expect. New results. You can't. The protesting, the rioting. It's it's stale. You know why it's stale? Because our attention spans are too small. They're they're too they're too short. Our attention span is too short. These officials know that by Monday, we're not going to be talking about this again. They know that because something else is going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to be another cop murdering another black man or nothing like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying something else is going to happen. We're not going to be talking about this on Monday. We never do. At the most, we'll talk about it for about 10 days. That's it. The rioting is going to stop because now they issued this um, curfew on Minneapolis. And usually when they issue the curfew, that's when everything dies now. That's when everything dies down because nobody wants to be caught outside. Nobody wants to get arrested. And that right there is another reason why we don't progress forward, because for one, we don't even do what our predecessors done. Is it predecessor? Yeah, predecessor. What our predecessors have done. Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested like 22 times or something crazy like that. They've been beat. They've been bit. They've been shot at. They had the holes turned on them. We don't. For us, we know that. I don't know if I'm willing to face all of that because I know. By the by next week, I'm not even, I'm gonna forget this this guy's name. So we're not even gonna take it to that place. And then when another unarmed black person is killed, we bring up Sandra Bland, we bring up Trayvon Martin, we bring up Philando Castillo, we start to bring up past unarmed black people that were killed. We start to bring them back up again. When the next one gets killed, talk about it for about six, seven days, eight days, and then we move on. Um, I, and I apologize if I forget names, I'm not too well, I don't do too well with names, I do better with faces, but, um... The woman, the black woman who was killed by the police officers, who didn't even announce that they were police officers, and they just bust in, and then her boyfriend started opening the fire, and then she got hit, and then she died. Brianna. That's it. What happened with that? Well, uh, what's the status on that? What's, what's going on with that? We don't know, right? Because now we have something else. And I've been see, seeing people like bring her name up, bring her face up, say her name and everything like that. I I, I get that. But what happened to the other uh, black woman who heard some ruckus, some heard some ruck is in her backyard without a window? Then the cop shot her through the window, and she was like playing video games with her nephew or something like that. What what happened with that? I mean, because I don't know. I haven't been following everything, so I, I, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what happened with that. Like, what, what, what happened with that? I feel like a lot of these cases really don't see trial. They just, I mean, we're just gonna hold on to it because they're gonna forget, and they know that. Y'all, we got ha- we got a game plan. You're rioting and looting target. And I saw something stupid on Twitter where someone was like, um, for those of y'all that's saying, Why would you loot stores in your own community? Those that like that's just like a slave saying, Why would you burn down your own um your own plantation? There's no correlation there. That's not the same. The correlation is off. Plantation wasn't ours. These communities, despite how y'all may feel, I mean, we don't own these buildings. We don't own this land. (sighs) They throw those stumbling blocks in our way, but it's not completely impossible. But see, as black people, our problem is, it's hard for us to come together. It's really tough for us to come together. Yeah, someone gets killed. We march and we protest and we riot next to each other. A week later, we're going to be back killing each other. Understand that white people see us as thieves. They see us as murderers. They see us as violent. So then we, when we do have riots and we loot Aren't we playing right into their hand? Y'all, come on, man. We got to be smarter. You're giving them what they want. See, I told you that these niggas don't know how to act. They out here destroying stuff. Do you honestly think that they're sitting back like, man, we really got to make a change, you guys? No, they don't care. They don't care. The cops, every everybody, they just like, all right, go ahead, throw your temper tantrum. We get it when you niggas got killed. Okay, go ahead, have at it. We're just gonna rebuild it with your tax money, and y'all gonna be right back in that self checkout line in three weeks when Target reopens. Matter of fact, there's probably some black people that live in that neighborhood where that Target was destroyed in Minneapolis. That works there. So now, guess what? For three weeks or a month or however long it takes to rebuild. Now they're not going to work. Now they don't have a paycheck. Because they were seen as essential workers doing the coronavirus. Now y'all destroyed their place of employment. Now they have nowhere to go. What about them? I'm not against protesting. I'm against rioting. I'm against looting. What are we doing? What is the plan here? Now, the only thing that I will give kudos on is destroying the the precinct. Okay, good idea. But then when they rebuild that and reinforce that and restable that, then what? When you're rioting, y'all aren't rioting with a purpose. You're riding with a thought. I, there was this dude on Twitter who said, like, man, when we gonna ride in Ohio because it looks kind of lit. So I'm like, that's that's why you want to ride? Because it looks lit. It's not even for a cause. You're just saying it looks fun. His response was, Well, that's just my reason. That's a lot of you young, dumb niggas reason. Y'all just out there wreaking havoc for nothing. It's not for anything. What is stealing from Target going to do? When they have insurance on all of that merchandise, it's going to be replaced anyway. Y'all aren't thinking, you're just acting. There's no plan in place. What are y'all doing out there? Y'all got the game messed up, man. Y'all got the game all the way messed up. There's no plan behind y'all actions at all. You're just doing. How can you expect change when you don't see fit to make a change within yourself first, why should their, pers- their perception of us change when we see ourselves as the same way? Well, if they don't, if they're not going to make a change, we won't make a change. Why would they need to make a change first? They're winning in this race, race, they're winning. What, what, why do they gotta change their game plan? If it ain't broke, right? But see, our communities are broken. We're stuck living in low income housing. We're stuck with no knowledge on business owning and house ownership. We were told to just lease and rent never to own. There's no there's no plan in place. And the reason why we have no sense of direction is because we have no leader. Who's our black activist leader? The white dude, Sean King. Why is it him? Because he's married to a black woman. Come on, man. Come on. Don Lemon, uh, 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 Van, Van, the dude. Both of those black dudes that work for CNN, they work for CNN. We have no sense of direction because we have no guidance. We're just walking in circles. Why do you think that they feel that like there's no need for us to stop killing them whenever we see fit? The only thing they're going to do is throw a fit. And they're going to be right back in these same stores that they burned down after we build them up from their tax money. Target has all that stuff insured, man. Come on. You think that's really hurting Target? Nah, it's hurting the people that work in Target because now they're out of work. It makes sense for slaves that are enslaved to burn down their plantation. This isn't our, this isn't a plantation that we're on. This is our way of living. We shop and grocery shop. At those stores, y'all got the game. Y'all got the game all the way effed up, man. Y'all don't have. Y'all have not one clue on what y'all doing out there. I hope everybody is enjoying this episode so far. But allow me to take one minute of your time and talk to you about something very important. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can even match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. I don't have a fancy setup. I don't have a studio. It's just me, my iPad, and I hit record. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now I know what y'all might be thinking. All right, well, Apex, what do we do? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm a role that I might have. And I, I can have an answer to a few things, but something like this, I don't know, man. It's, it's more than a country thing, though. It's, 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 it's global. There's black people everywhere. And we're mistreated everywhere we go because of how we look. It's global. It, it, and, and, and it takes more than just black people. It takes the white people that are allies. It takes those that are Asian, those that are Mexican, Puerto Rican, Dominican, those that are Arabic, those that are Middle Eastern. It's more than just black people. It's about it's about black people and those that are allies of ours. But as black people, we have to know how to be allies to others. We got to learn how to go to bat for others, too. We can't just be like, all right, well, y'all got your problems, but we got ours. But then expect those people to still ride with us when we need them to ride for us. It can't be a one way street. It can't be. I understand that we feel like the world should fall at should fall at our feet because of everything we've been through. But to get allies, you gotta know how to keep allies too, man. White man, dog, white people are good at that though. They're good at it. What we have to do is become better at Wanting to be better. It can't just be a snapshot. You can't be at these protests. Saying, chanting, I can't breathe because you have Snapchat or because you have Instagram and you toss it on Instagram. And the next you note, know, it gets lost in your archive of pics and videos that you have. And you're like, dang, I forgot I was even there. And you delete it off like we can't. It's a constant struggle. It's a constant fight. And I I don't know if black people are willing to risk risk their lives. Not in this day and age. Because we don't see it as beneficial. We don't see it as, well, what's the point of me dying? And then I can't reap the benefits of what I've sown. So I'm not doing it. But then we be wanting to change. It doesn't work that way, man. In this battle, in this war that we're fighting for equality, some of us won't be allowed to see it. We have to be okay with that. It's it's about being that sacrifice because it's not about us. It's about the generations behind us. I don't know if we can do that. We're such a... And then in today's time, in this society, with our age group, me almost being 30, it's like... We're such a microwave society. If I don't see it now, then... It's not going to happen. It's not, it's not going to come to fruition because it needs to happen now. I need that million dollars now. We don't know how to play the long game. Our attention span is the size of a pea. And that's something that previous generations have said about us. And they got that part right. So I don't know if we have the fight to be better. I don't know. Yeah, you're out there looting and rioting right now. You're out there protesting and marching right now. It's about longevity. We don't have it. And every day that we waste in being like, okay, well, they buried that person or, okay, that that cop was found innocent. And we get mad and we go back on Twitter. It's like, oh, this always happens to us. Two or three days later, it's kind of like, what am I supposed to do about that now? He got off, so there's nothing I can do about it now. And they know that we don't have the heart. They know it. It's like, yeah, y'all going to complain about it for now. Y'all be all right. Y'all always move on. It's not even bouncing back. It's just moving on. Sometimes you got to get tired of moving on. When are we going to be tired of moving on? We never bounce back. And I hate those white people that say, like, yo, y'all got to pick yourselves up by your bootstraps. Fan, we walking around here barefoot. We were dropped in the middle of this. It was like, hey, y'all work for us now for free. And if you don't do it, we'll kill you. Not to mention, we're going to force you to mate with each other because we feel like your DNA with that DNA is going to make for a better slave. Some white people go to war. Black people got a fight in that war. Black people are pinned against other black people who are, who were enslaved and you got one half of the country like, yo, let's keep slaves. The other half of the country is like, no, nah, it's in that. They fight. Slavery is abolished. And we get a kick in the backside. Of, All right, good luck. We don't no land is given. No money is given. No one is teaching us how to survive in this society. And that's the same as that thing that happens to people when they come out of prison. They get kicked in the backside. So like, All right, don't be back. We're going to be looking for you. We're going to be waiting on you to slip up. you gonna come right back in here. They're not taught how to survive in this society. They're not educated on anything. That's the same thing that happened with slavery when slavery was abolished. We weren't educated on anything. We had to go by on our own way. Create our own black wall street that was burned down by white people. We give up too easily. Once we see things don't go our way, we just like, well, clearly the white man don't want us to win. We, we never look for different avenues to take. We think that it's just going to be a straight line and it's not. Despite how you may feel about white people. White people are given the game on the different avenues and boulevards and streets to take to get to their final destination. We feel like it should just, just be a straight line. Our problem as black people is is, is the. It's a parallel line to the issue that white people have. White people don't acknowledge the fact that they have privilege. And black people, we feel like we deserve privilege for everything that we've put up with. For everything that we put up with now and that we used to, We feel like the world should be given to us. With white people, the world is given to them, but they don't want to acknowledge that. It's parallel. Different, Different sides. Of the line. But you're still going in the same way. It's, it's, it's parallel. It's a long road ahead. And I feel like we think that. It shouldn't be. But it is. We were enslaved for 400 years. 400 we just got the right to vote what 60 something 70 something years ago and how that, and that's supposed to be like the ultimate American pastime is voting we just got that about seven decades ago But y'all feel like we shouldn't have to put forth much effort. How can we tell white people who tell us slavery was so long ago? It's like, fam, my great grandmother was a slave. My great great grandmother was a slave. My grandmother, my mother was alive and Martin Luther King was assassinated. She was in grade school. Don't tell me that all of this was a long time ago. How can we tell white people that but then feel like by now we should have more than what we have? What have we done to put forth the effort to take that first step to say, no, 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 no. We've been here long enough that y'all got to start recognizing that. We don't have any leaders to tell us, though. We're too microwave. And until we start slow cooking things and realizing that it's a marathon, not a sprint, realize that it's about longevity, realize and accept the fact that some of us aren't going to be alive to see the day when we're actually at a point where it's like, damn, we're comfortable, we're happy. We're equal until we, until we accept the fact that some of us might have to be that sacrificial lamb. We're going to continue to be exactly where we are right now with the white man's knee on our neck.